Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you are doing well. Today, I am back with another episode, and this is a very special episode because I am going to be reflecting on my past five years with you all. Because five years ago, I took a leap of faith and started pursuing my dream of quitting my full-time job to be a content creator. I can't believe it's already been five years since I started this journey and what a whirlwind it has been. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you about my journey, how I got started, what I've learned, struggles I've had to face, and where I'm at today. So for anyone who has been wanting to pursue this goal of working for yourself and become a content creator or a business owner, then you may find this episode helpful. I also feel like a lot of the lessons that I've learned that I'm sharing in this episode today can also apply to everyday life as well. So overall, I'm just really hoping that the right person will come across this episode and find value in it. So if you're ready, let's jump into it. But before I start, I just wanted to remind you that I am open for one-on-one spiritual mentorship. So if you're looking to connect with me one-on-one to help you work through your limiting beliefs while also strengthening your connection to self and your intuition, then check out the show notes below and check out the links that I have down there for you. Or you can find more information on my website, lduclose, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S dot blog. All right, so now let's get into today's episode. Five whole years. That's so crazy to think about. Five years can seem so long, but it can also feel so short. As I think back to where I was five years ago and where I am today, the one word that comes to my mind is growth. I have gone through an insane amount of growth in five years, and I am grateful for it all. If you are listening to this episode today with a dream in your heart, I want you to imagine yourself five years from now as the person who went fearlessly after that dream. Imagine where you can be five years from now if you just said yes to your dreams. Because I think back and I almost said no. I almost said no to taking those risks and I think about how different my life could have been if I said no. Would I still be stuck in my soul-sucking waitressing job? Maybe. Would I have been able to purchase my own home? Who knows? But what I do know is that saying yes to taking a risk five years ago has led me down this insane journey to complete transformation from the inside out and it released me from a lot of cycles that I was stuck in. So for that... I always say, say yes to your dreams. Say yes to what is on your heart. So where did it all start? For those of you who have been following me for a while, then you may have heard this story before, so I apologize in advance if this sounds a bit repetitive, but a little over five years ago, I was extremely stuck. And I have since learned that being stuck is an illusion. We are never stuck. Everything is constantly moving because everything is energy. But I felt stuck because I was trapped in this cycle that I so badly wanted to break free from, 
but I just didn't know how. I knew I had to do something differently, but the fear of that overwhelmed me. I was a full-time waitress at the time, and I had dropped out of college. I was living, I guess we can call it tips to tips, because as a server, you didn't really get a paycheck because of taxes, so you relied on your tips. I never had any money in my savings. Some days, I actually could barely afford groceries due to the amount of bills that I had and the little bit that I'd make. There was a point in my life where I was taking out credit cards in order to buy groceries, and I put myself into an insane amount of credit card debt. My job completely drained me of my energy. I wasn't fulfilled at all. I had many nights where I'd find myself breaking down because of exhaustion and frustration. I wasn't able to see myself do anything other than waitressing the rest of my life. The mindset I was stuck in, it was a mindset of victim mentality. I felt like the universe was against me and that I had no real value to contribute to the world. I'm a college dropout and in society's eyes, that makes me uneducated and unworthy of a job that pays more than the bare minimum, if that. So at the time, my worth and belief in myself was minimal. I remember one night I had a terrible shift. I had just served a group of about 20 teenagers and they managed to rack the bill up to a couple hundred dollars and I had just worked a busy double. I was tired, it was the end of the month and I knew I had bills to pay. So the kids, they ended up staying until after close and they left me nothing but a huge mess and a couple cents as my tip. I remember being so frustrated. I just broke down in tears on the way home because I was so over trying to predict my financial state, trying to budget when you rely on tips. It's just so difficult. And dealing with the public working for tips was exhausting. Some of the customers I had to deal with were beyond rude. And when you give great service and receive no tip, when you were relying on that tip to pay a bill, it was just so stressful. This job that I was stuck in was reflecting back to me my low self-worth, my lack of confidence, and the lack of value that I saw in myself. But at the time, I didn't realize that this was how the universe worked. I was just stuck in my ways. I couldn't even recognize just how much inner work I needed to do, those shifts that I needed to make. But after this horrible work shift I had, I knew I had to start taking action. I had enough of being treated this way. I had enough of the 12-hour shifts, running around on my feet all day without a chance to just sit down and eat. I had enough of having to rely on tips to make a living. I had enough of being treated as replaceable by my boss. And I had enough of being treated like I'm not human by customers. So I started taking action. I filled out applications for countless amounts of different sales jobs because that was what I felt most qualified to do. But yet I would get responses back telling me that I'm not qualified enough. And it was extremely defeating at the time. But as I look back at it now, I realize that rejection is in fact divine intervention and redirection to something bigger and better. If I didn't receive all of those rejections, I may not have started my blog. It was those rejections that led me to take a leap of faith. I remember one night I was on my couch and I was on Pinterest. At the time, I used Pinterest as a way to escape. I loved pinning my dream wedding, my dream home, all the fun, the pretty things. And as I was pinning, I came across a pin that said, start a blog and quit your job. It it said something along the lines of that. And I remember thinking, okay, 
I doubt that I'll be able to quit my job, but screw it. Let me just give this a try. And so I did. That night, I read countless amounts of articles online that taught me how to start a blog, how to monetize, how to market. I stayed up all night. I think it was until three or four in the morning when I finally got to bed. But I was determined to create this blog. And that was when my L Do Close blog was created in April 2017. When I first created my blog, I created it with the intentions of having it be about beauty and fashion, and then it slowly shifted into personal growth content as well. But what ended up happening was that I felt so alone in this journey, no one around me even knew what blogging was. I ended up joining a bunch of Facebook groups that were about how to start and grow a blog. And I remember asking a question in this group, and the response that one guy gave me was just, so condescending and rude. He acted as if I asked the dumbest question in the world. And back then, I I let it trigger me a lot. But it actually pushed me to say, screw it. I'm going to start my own Facebook group, a place where new bloggers can come, feel welcomed and supported. So that's when I created the Boss Girl Bloggers Facebook community. And when I first started my blog, I had no intentions of teaching marketing and content creation But because I shared my journey with my Facebook community, I quickly grew an audience that was interested in learning more. And because I had been sharing my own knowledge, my own personal experiences, and I enjoyed that, that's when my blog turned into a marketing blog. That's when I had this marketing shift from beauty to marketing. And my second blog, Boss Girl Bloggers, was created. My Facebook community grew from zero to, I think, like 30,000 members in just a year. And honestly, it was crazy to see, but I hadn't even been realizing that I was manifesting at this time. And what's interesting is my mindset wasn't perfect, right? But yet I was still able to manifest. And I think we stress so much about our thoughts that sometimes we don't even realize that stressing about our thoughts could be holding us back because we can manifest even when we're not realizing it. And for a long time, you know, I really enjoyed talking about marketing and all of that. Within the first six months, I had my first $1,500 month from blogging and it was mostly just affiliate sales. A lot of my traffic was coming from Pinterest because Pinterest was what I was always into even before I had my blog. I knew that people used Pinterest to market their websites, and so I used my Pinterest to do the same. I remember looking at my boyfriend, who is my now husband, and I told him, you know, one day I am going to be making a living from Pinterest. And he looked at me, you know, and knowing me, he knows how determined I am. He's like, you know what? I know you are. And that's when I created my Pinterest with L marketing course, which took off and allowed me to hit full-time income months I then expanded to taking on Pinterest marketing clients, which I've been doing now for over four years. About a year into this crazy journey of saying yes to this dream that was in my heart, I had made more monthly than I did as a waitress. Now, this was absolutely mind-blowing to me because my lack of confidence when I first created my blog, I never would have expected it to have gone as far as it did. Even though I was making a full-time income from my blog, I still had my hesitations, so I didn't quit just yet. It wasn't until I was about two years in, that's when I felt secure enough to make that leap. I had about, I think, two or three months worth of bills saved up, so I had a bit of a cushion in case something were to go wrong because 
that's something I also learned from blogging and having this as a full-time job is that the income, the numbers, all of that, it's going to be up and down all the time. And I kind of had an experience of that already with working based off of tips and not really having a steady, stable amount that I make every month. It always was fluctuating, so I was able to adjust to that a little bit, but for some people, that's really hard to adjust to. But the day that I quit that waitressing job was literally the craziest experience. It was, I think it was like February of 2019, I believe, when I said goodbye completely. So yeah, that's the beginning of my journey and essentially how I got out of that cycle I felt stuck in. Now, this isn't where it ends because there is more, but I kind of want to talk about this first half of my journey and what I learned from it. So first, let's talk about fear of judgment because I had a lot of that. I was so afraid of people that I know personally finding out about my blog. It's something that I really struggled with. Um, Even since childhood, I struggled with this fear of being made fun of. I hated feeling like I wasn't good enough. And when people laughed at me, I would take that so personally. Again, a lot of it stems back to childhood. You know, I've told my stories on here before about how I had messed up teeth, was always the awkward shy girl with messed up teeth and the bug eyes, taller than all the boys. You know, I had no confidence. And people used to poke fun at all of my insecurities all the time. So nonetheless, I was so afraid of people finding out about my blog because I didn't want them to make fun of my writing or make fun of my content. And that's why I created L Duclos because my first name is Lauren. It's not L, but I essentially gave myself a nickname in hopes that no one would find me. But the more I realized that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks and the more I worked on my own confidence in healing that part of me that I've always kept hidden away, that was a game changer. I remember when I shared my blog publicly with people I knew for the first time, and yeah, some people did make fun or react in a way that, you know, where they doubted my dreams. Oh, you want to be a full-time blogger? Why don't you get a real job? I'm sure some of you have heard that one before, but I didn't let that stop me because deep down in my gut, my intuition, it just felt right. I could see myself. I literally visioned myself doing this full time. And that little bit of hope just pushed me. So if you're someone who struggles with this fear of judgment, I promise that pushing through it will change your life. Work through that fear. Don't let other people control your life. This is your life and you should always do what makes your soul happy. Through this journey to self-employment and going after some of my dreams, I had some realizations. One being that when you are working towards a goal that you are passionate about, you will most likely work more than you have at any other job. In the beginning of my journey, I was really pushing myself. I would go into my 12-hour waitressing shift and I would get home around midnight and then I'd stay up until three or four in the morning just working on my content, my website, my marketing. Whenever I wasn't serving or waitressing, I really focused on learning, creating, and networking. It was nonstop. I remember people around me thinking that what I was doing was so easy. It wasn't hard work, that I just take photos and post, but that's not true. It's so much more than that. You need to learn a marketing strategy. You wear so many hats as a content creator. 
I know many who have wanted to go after this dream but gave up because it was so exhausting to learn and implement those strategies. It really can be a lot. But what I also realized is that when you are passionate about something, it's so easy to get lost in that passion. I struggled for a really long time when it came to work-life boundaries. It was so hard for me to put my work down. It was hard for me to sit and just focus on a TV show because I wanted to work while I watched it. To actually sit still and relax rather than also working at, on something at the same time, it was really hard for me. So through this journey, I also learned a lot about setting boundaries because it's so easy to burn yourself out. And I also have a podcast episode on burnout and how to find your creative spark again when you feel burnt out. So definitely check that out. But when you work from home, I'm sure you can also relate to the whole losing yourself aspect. You lose the motivation to want to get ready and look presentable. You spend the day at home alone or just with your pet. And before you realize, you feel so isolated. And I had a dark period in 2019 and in 2020 when I really just let myself go. I had stopped showing up for myself. I never wanted to get ready. My hair was always a mess. I was lounging around. I didn't hang out with many people. I was always home, alone, feeling isolated in a dark space because I was renting out this dark home that had mold issues and just so much more going on with it. I also lost myself in drinking. I was drinking three to four glasses of wine every night, truly every single night. It was such an unhealthy time in my life and this is where I went through a lot of depression and I was pushed to have my life do a complete 180 and in the process so did my business. In 2020 I had pushed myself. I got so caught up in the numbers. I wanted to make as much money as possible. I wanted to have my first six-figure income year and I wanted to get out of my toxic environment because where I was living was draining my energy. So I pushed myself. I took on a lot of work and while taking on all this work I was also very depressed, burnt out, and drinking every single night. But I didn't stop. I kept working determined and this was when the pandemic had also hit so it didn't make anything better. It was a really depressing year but also a life-changing year for me. I was supposed to get married in December that year but we had to postpone due to the pandemic and truly I believe everything happens for a damn reason. Because had our wedding not been postponed, I may have still been stuck in a toxic cycle. Since our wedding was postponed, we decided we needed to start looking for a new house. I had pushed myself this year and I was able to have my first six-figure year like I wanted. I was able to save up money for a down payment on a house and in December, instead of getting married, we bought our first house. The way it happened was so perfect. It truly felt like divine intervention. And this was when I started going through my spiritual awakening, which I talk more about on other podcast episodes, so I won't go into crazy detail. But this was also when I had almost like, I guess you could say a wake-up call. It was a moment of self-awareness, realizing that I was chasing after what my ego wanted not what my soul wanted. I was chasing after the money. I was so caught up in the numbers, creating content that I thought would boost my numbers, make me the most sales, live on this survival mentality, basing my worth as a content creator off of how much money I was making, constantly comparing myself and competing with other creators. 
thinking, well, if I'm not making six figures blogging, then my advice isn't valuable. Who am I to say what works and what doesn't if I'm not making six figures? My content isn't good enough if I'm not making the money. But let me tell you, that is so far from the truth. So if you are a creator listening to this right now, please, please listen to this carefully. Your worth and value is not determined by how much money you make. I have seen content created by those who have a thousand followers at most that are creating content for fun and their content is so freaking valuable, it blows my mind. Don't let the numbers stand in your way. And truly, I find that I create the best content when I am passionate about it, not when I'm trying to make the most money from it or get the most views from it or grow my following from it. But it's that content that you put out there that you are excited about because it inspires you. But there's this conditioned way of thinking in the content creating world that gets you thinking that you have to fit some sort of mold and be so perfect with your content in order for it to be seen, make you money, do it for a living. But what about that inspiration? Go back to why you started in the first place. And as I was saying in one of my previous episodes, be the creator of your content and not the consumer. Let go of judging your content and just create and put out content that you enjoy creating. That's been one of the biggest lessons for me because in the beginning, I enjoyed creating marketing content at one point, but at one point I also lost that spark because I was so in tune with my ego and not my intuition. I created marketing content because that's where the money was, because I was so attached to the numbers, to creating what I thought would perform well, and it burnt me out because I was no longer passionate about it. When I initially took a step back from marketing content, it was right after I had my highest income year, and people thought I was crazy. My income cut in half the following year, and that was after I had just bought my house. But the weight lifted off of my shoulder because I was no longer creating content that didn't bring me fulfillment. I really had to just trust that the universe would provide for me and that it was all going to work out if I just followed my intuition and listened to my gut. And it all came together. It was like I had a tower moment. Everything I built up came crumbling down so that I could start fresh and build something new. Sometimes you need that tower moment and the purpose of a tower moment is the universe's way of taking out the old that is no longer serving you so something better can take its place and that's where I'm at today. Working on just building something new and following my intuition, trusting that what's meant to be will be and that the universe will always provide. It takes a lot of determination and dedication to be a content creator and to start building something from the ground up. But I have learned so much from it all and it led me to my healing journey, which has completely changed my life in so many ways that I often talk about on this podcast. I'm truly so grateful that I took that leap of faith five years ago. So if you have this inner knowing that there's something that just lights you up, a dream that it's in your heart, let this message be a sign that you are meant to follow it, that you can do big things. You are capable of turning that dream into a reality. And if you ever feel a sense of rejection at any point, because there's always going to be those moments of rejection, 
but it's truly divine protection and redirection to something bigger and better. And don't be afraid to change your mind, to change directions. If something no longer aligns, if something no longer feels right in your soul, in your heart, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to switch it up. So many of us are afraid to try something new, to change things, to, you know, shake it up a bit, but continue to follow that spark and trust that it's all going to work out, all right? So that's kind of what I have for you today. I hope that this message resonated in one way or another, inspired you in some way. Um, You know, feel free to share this message, screenshot, tag me on social media, share it with people who need to hear this message. I appreciate all of the support. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time. (laughs) 